0: Thursday morning on 98FM, you're listening to The Big Breakfast with Rebecca and Brendan.
1: Now our next guest is an absolute hun, best known for her TV roles on Coronation Street and of course for being a panellist on Loose Women, Denise Welsh, Welcome to 98FM's Big Breakfast. How
2: are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: Denise, you recently spoke about embracing being a hun. What does being a hun mean <laughs> to you?
2: Do you know... I don't know. It's really funny because I know I am one <laughs> and I love being one. Yes. And I know that whenever there's a web, there's a, um, Instagram site called Love of Huns.
1: We love it. And
2: pe- oh, my God. People like Katy Perry, you know, all of these big A-listers love it. And I've actually been on there before and people like them are sort of liked things. And it's like it's the biggest buzz more than anything else in the world. But trying to actually tell people who aren't Huns what a Hun is, it's sort of... I'm one, Gemma Collins is one, yeah. Holly Willoughby is a wannabe hun. I'm Alison Hammond is a hun, <laughs> Carol Vorderman is a hun. There is something daytime ish about it uh-huh. and we are a bit camp, yeah. a bit opinionated. And mostly, we are loved by the gays. Yes. Yes. You've nailed it, Denise. You've absolutely nailed
1: it. It's a term of endearment, uh, for sure. Um,
2: And I'm very proud to be
1: one. um, Amazing. Um, uh, Denise, you're going to star in a musical about uh, Princess Diana's life. What was your first thought when you were asked?
2: Well, when I say star in a musical, let me just get this straight. (laughs) So basically, um, this is a very hunnish thing because... Diana the Musical, this is a one-night concert version, guys, okay? Mm -hmm. It's a one-night concert version, which the press obviously took and ran with. So what happened was, a bit of backstory, is that Diana the Musical had a pre-COVID opening, intended opening. And then, of course, COVID shattered all the dreams. So Netflix recorded it during a sort of lockdown situation. After COVID, Diana the Musical opened on Broadway through the worst reviews you could imagine, okay? (laughs) Sign me up. And it closed very very quickly afterwards. But the audiences, many of them loved it. Anyway, Netflix, who had already bought and paid for it, put it out for a limited run and it went massive, viral. It it became a cult hit. And because it's incredibly... The one thing I said when... They said, would I play the Queen? It has to be, um, it cannot be disingenuous to Diana. I was a huge admirer and I still am of Diana. I am one of the the very vocal supporters of Harry and Meghan. So this had to be something that was very much on her side and it definitely is her story. Is there a campus to it? Yes, there is. (laughs) But when they said I was playing the Queen, I was very flattered by the sort of, the global attention, as it were. But then, at the end of the day, I thought, Hang on a minute! I am actually an award-winning feature actress. So, can we just remember that that's what my real job is? Yes. Um- as well. So, I've never played a, a, a sort of a real person before, um, and so you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go. I mean, I'm with these these West End legends, so I'm absolutely terrified. But um, it's already, you know, it, it, it's sold out, and the intention is they're going to see how see how it goes. But it's great for me to be just going back into theatre.
0: Yeah, you're going to be brilliant, and you're starring opposite Kerry Ellis in December. Did you have to audition for this?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't. I had been doing um, I had been doing Celebrity Hunted with my husband for Channel Four for Stand Up for Cancer. So we had been off grid for two weeks. And well, I can't say how long that was the length of the show, because obviously it's not until uh, January. Mm-hmm. But when I so obviously I couldn't talk to my agent or any of those things. And when I came out, she sent me a list. And, you know, you sort of go, oh, that's interesting. That's boring, boring, boring. And then she said, Jamie Lambert, a theatre producer, would like you to play the queen. And I just got back like, and said, what the <laughs> dot, 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 are you talking about? And um, And the thing that was so funny is, all my son Matty's friends, not friends, fans, call me Queen, you know? And it's become a joke that when I go to his concerts and there's like 50,000 people there and everything, and I'm sort of waving regally, you know? (laughs) And people make memes of Kirsty Young's voice saying, And here she is, the Queen arriving on her balcony. (laughs) So I just thought, well, if they think I'm a Queen, I'm going to play the Queen. So I just thought I'd embrace it. So no, I didn't have to audition. So I'm very flattered.
1: Born to play the role. Um, Denise, obviously you are many things. Actor, presenter, panellist. And
2: now you're also a podcaster. Tell us about your podcast. Well, my podcast is on a bit of a rest at the moment because, um, so my podcast is called Juicy Crack. Make of that name what you will. Great name. But in Newcastle... Like in Ireland, except we spell it, we spell it C R A C K, you spell it A I C, we have a bit of a crack. Mm. And in Newcastle, if you've got any gossip, what's the juicy crack? <laughs> so obviously there may be a double entendre there, but I never saw that. And um, so I wanted, um I never really thought of doing a podcast. And I thought, you know, I'm a mental health advocate, I have been for 30 odd years. Yeah. And but I looked around and I thought. There's no gap in the market there for necessarily just a mental health podcast. And my son, Matty, said, Mom, the podcasts that I listen to don't have to be about anything particular. People are interested in you, what you talk about, what your opinions are, who your friends are, who you don't like. So why don't you just do that? So it sort of started organically and became a little bit of a kind of an audible reality show as somebody called it. And sometimes it's chaotic because I didn't want to be tied to a studio every week. So I do it on my phone usually. And, um, and it's, and it's really growing. But because of Hunted, I took a break. And then my producer has just had his, well, it's his fourth, but it feels like his 18th child. And um, so he's having, he's having a bit of, you know, every time his wife goes to the toilet, she seems to have a baby. And um, so he's having a bit of paternity leave. So we just thought we were going to leave it for a couple of months hiatus until he's ready again. And then I'm going to come up with more, more juicy crack for you all.
1: Denise Welsh, stay with us. We will continue our chat next on 98FM's Big Breakfast. Thursday morning on 98FM's Big Breakfast. Denise Welsh is still with us.
0: Um, Denise, do you have a f- uh, favourite standout guest that you've interviewed over the years? I do. Whoopi Goldberg.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, Whoopi Goldberg. I would say that um, when, when you interview, you know this, when you interview so many people and they're in person, you sort of, you don't get as starstruck anymore because um, just because you don't. Mm. But I remember when I was sat next to the Jacksons, I know Michael wasn't there. Obviously he had died, but I was sat next to the Jacksons and I just kept thinking to myself, I'm sat next to the Jacksons, you know, the Jackson five that I grew up with. It happened to me when the Osmonds came on, when I met Donny Osmond, because I used to cry into my, into my pillow with sudden tears with Donny Osmond and, there was Donny Osmond and I, and then we had dinner afterwards, not just sadly Donnie and I, but the other people as well. So I think it's people that I loved as, that I loved as a child. I'll tell you who was incredibly funny and very rude in a in a, in a naughty, rude way was Michael Bublé. Oh. Um, he was very, very rude. And of course, one of my favorite guests ever in the days when we could be a little bit more outrageous, sadly, before RIP humor happened. Um, we was um Enrique Iglesias. Oh Enrique Iglesias came on and we used to have this joke sort of flirt situation. And um I was then married to Tim, but he was well aware of it. And and he those the, those clips of me with Enrique, we just it was nothing more than just flirty banter, but sadly it's stuff that you just probably couldn't get away with. Yeah. Yes. So I think I cherish some of those sort of you know earlier earlier days yeah um yeah. yeah so so yeah I've got quite a few I've got quite a few um memories but I think people that are associated with my well well just the other the other month we had Patrick Duffy from Dallas on and then he fainted oh. because I used to I used to I gave birth to um a scene in in Dynasty when I was giving birth to Matthew I was obsessed oh. with Dallas and din- that dynasty and they were trying to break my waters and, and you know not too much information but I was going hey, he to... oh, that was me so to have any of them I thought I was really starstruck
1: amazing um, Denise you've mentioned Matty a couple of times obviously your son is in the 1975 uh, was recently dating not dating Taylor Swift what was the story there did you meet her
2: I'm afraid I can't say anything about that <laughs> as you can imagine <laughs> Um, I'm I I am sworn to secrecy about anything to do with my son's private of life. Course. I thought I would be, but obviously I do understand there was more interest in that mm-hmm. particular area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I spoke to him last night, he's in Los Angeles, he's very happy, but Mum has to keep shtub about certain things. Um there was there was something recently and it said Denise Welch breaks her silence and Matty breaks her silence. She never... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Denise, what would you be like as a mother-in-law? I
2: think I would... I think I will be a good mother-in-law. I mean, my stepson, Lewis, is married to Lizzie. They've given us our first grandchild. Um, and I think I'm a very good mother-in-law. Um, I would try not to get... To, Mm, I don't know. I'm a very good daughter-in-law, not a very good mother-in-law. <laughs> as long as the daughter-in-law has a good sense of humour. If she was boring and didn't have a sense of humour, I'd struggle.
1: Rice. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know what I mean? I do. I would, I
2: would. would. I would struggle with that. And I think I would therefore possibly make little passive comments. Oh. But I know how much I love my mother-in-law and how I work at that relationship. Um, so I would, I think I'll be, ai think I'll be a good one.
1: As long as there's cheeky banter around the dinner table, it's all As good. long
2: as there's cheeky banter. My sons do do this. Well, actually, my youngest one doesn't, but my eldest does, that if I become a bit helicopter parent and, you know, they haven't got back to me after two messages and I leave a third, Matthew puts a picture of the Soprano's mother, the one who went, you don't talk, you don't write, I cook for you, you don't eat my food. So I get the picture of the Soprano's mother if I'm being too helicopter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, Denise, you won Celebrity Big Brother. You've also done Dancing on Ice. We're wondering, are there any other reality type shows that you'd like to do? The Masked Singer,
2: you've got a great voice. I haven't got a great voice, but thank you. Um, listen, do you know something? that old adage of I'll never say never. I remember saying I would never do a reality show. And then I remember hearing, you know, and last but not least coming down the stairs into big brother Denise Welsh. I'll never do one of those dancing on Ice Strictly Come Dancing. And would you welcome onto the ice with a partner, Mark Denise Welch. So I would never, I would never say um, never. I'm at an age now, guys, at 65, where I, I want to... Um, stay relevant which Mm -hmm. thankfully I'm managing to do I want to go back and do some theatre and I want to do shows that are fun
0: Mm.
2: whether or not they they you know help me financially or whether or not they're good or bad for my career you know Lincoln and I did a daft show last year called Unbreakable which we won which was about couples this year we've done Hunted if the right thing came along that appealed to me then absolutely, definitely, I would. I, I don't have any snobbery about about reality television. I actually love it, to be honest. So there you go.
0: Denise, we'd love to watch you on like an Osbournes, Kardashian-style show, you and Matty running <laughs> around the house. I'm sure. I don't
2: think my children, if I, If my kids ever come to this house and they see a camera team, I hear a retreat... And the screeching of brakes like you have <laughs> never heard before in your entire life. So um I, I I honestly don't think that me, reality television and my children will ever be something that will be completely silly <laughs> <I'm> afraid. <laughs>
1: Um Denise Wells, you are a true hun. Um next time you're in Dublin, please come in and, and say hi to us at ninety LFM. Thank you so much. I definitely will.
2: I love Dublin and I will definitely take you up on that. Thank you.
1: Denise, thank you so much for chatting with us on ninety LFM's Big Breakfast.